This is CliffCentral.com. But let's turn our attention now to your money. Sileho Tatsi is here with us this morning. I'm in Ferrante. How are you, Sileho? I'm great. How are you guys? Good, man. Nice to see you. Thank you. Cool. We've got a lot to talk about, and I saw you've, uh, you've actually put together an interesting little report for us, among other things. Apple will talk about the new iPhone, which comes out tomorrow. But let's start with companies reporting this week. Who do we have to look forward to? Yeah, there's a lot of companies reporting locally. We'll start with AVI. So they're the, the makers of Baker's Biscuits. Uh, I'm sure oh. we've, we've all partaken in a few of those. They also produce, or they're, they're a fishing company as well, so they produce I&J products, and they have coffee and tea products okay. in addition to a little, well, a, a large clothing business. It's a bit of a steady eddy company. Uh-huh. Uh, so they've guided for profits to be up between eight to ten percent this year, and they've they've done really well at churning out profits regardless of what's going on in our local economy, which is quite encouraging to see. That's impressive. Yes. All right. So you're expecting just uh, steady on? Yeah. No. No major surprises for results today expected. Okay. Aspen and Impala Platinum. Yeah. On Thursday we have those two. Um, Aspen. The share price has been through a bit of difficulty. Uh, part of that has been the RAND, but also I think it's been operational issues. They're guiding for profits to be up about 14% for the year uh, or f- for the period. Uh, Impala Platinum is, is a bit more of an interesting one in the short term because of what's happening with the, the platinum industry. We've talked about this uh, at length before, so I don't mm. want to go into too much detail. But, but basically, you're not expecting to suddenly see a like, 20% share increase. No, no, no. Although the, the interesting thing with the platinum shares is they are very volatile because – because number one, uh, the platinum price is so volatile and the rand is volatile. So the, the things that drive the value of the business can, you know, from day to day swing quite wildly. Right. Yes. Okay. Uh, the big one, I suppose, this week is going to be Richemont. Yes. Uh, so we also have a, a trading statement for them on Wednesday. Um, you know, really, or related to the, the Apple announcement, I think if you look at the two of them, what they have in common is watch sales. Uh, for Apple, it's not a major part of it, but for Richmond, watches are obviously, or have been in the past, quite a big contributor. And it's interesting now with, with Richmond, uh, the question is, are consumers changing their behavior? Some people are speculating that now it's, it's become less cool or less popular to buy a really expensive, ostentatious watch. And so perhaps pe- now people are, are looking towards the likes of an Apple Watch, which is a bit more understated um, and a bit more, I guess you could say, sleek. Yeah, I've seen some super rich people, and they, they wear an Apple Watch. Not hmm. these fancy, big, chunky gold things that are made in Switzerland, cost hundreds of thousands of rands. They're wearing an Apple Watch. A timepiece. Yeah. It's not even a watch. It's a timepiece. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But there, isn't there investment value in those? They, well, I wouldn't know to be honest, but yeah. there, there is, and I think if you look, if you look at what's happened to Richmond's, what they call it, the specialist watchmakers division, mm-hmm. uh, that operating profits for that segment is down seventy percent from its peak in twenty fourteen. Uh, so it's it's a it's a part of the business that's under really severe pressure. I suppose it's also one of those things where you still actually need the person putting it together. In other words, each watch is yeah. handmade. Yeah, you can't just roll out mass manufacturing like you would with an apple watch yeah so you you need pretty decent revenue growth to Mm. support that that cost structure all right well we'll get to the uh, trends and consumer behavior because it has something to do with what we are going to talk about now a brand new iphone iphone 8 tomorrow Yes. yes so tomorrow is the the big i product or apple uh, uh, launch and presentation from Tim. Well, they'll, 
basically give us a whole bunch of products that we've got every idea we've already seen before. Yeah, but you're still <laughs> going to buy it. Even it's like, You know that you shouldn't, but you're still going to buy it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. I guess that's what makes them such a great consumer uh, products company. So what kinds of things are we expecting here? So in addition to some some new iterations of, of products like the uh, – we're going to have a new version of the Mac – uh, we're going to have a new version of the the Apple Watch. The, the big one is the iPhone. There's going to be three new versions of that coming out. Uh, the iPhone 7. Sorry, the iPhone 8, which yeah. is the upgrade on the 7. The 8 Plus and then the X. There's, huh. been, a, there's been a few leaks on, on this X, which is the, the new premium iPhone. Just some of the some of the new, I guess, features are, one, there's going to be no home button. Uh, oh. Two, there's going to be, instead of uh, instead of a touch ID, so for example, when you're buying a uh, an app on the Apple Store, mm-hmm. uh, you usually use your use the touch ID. Rather than that, there's not going to be 3D facial recognition. Yeah. Dope. Which I must admit, that does sound very cool. It does sound cool. Except and, that if someone... Cuts your face off and <laughs> oh. use it. Oh, I did not think of that. <laughs> to access yeah. your phone. I just ruined everything. All right, us. yeah. Yeah, maybe just get some extra security in, just in case. So facial recognition, that means they won't need to, but is that, oh, you see this, make, this creeps me out because then that means that camera's on all the time. Well, that's true, but I'm sure that, I'm sure you'll be able to control how it, uh, when it, when it works. Cause that's usually. Now, as if selfies weren't bad enough, now people have another reason yeah. to hold the phone up to their faces. Look, maybe it just makes us a more narcissistic society. Oh, uh, we couldn't <laughs> get too more. Too late for that. Yeah, uh, too, yeah. We can get more narcissistic. <laughs> we can't, we can't get any more because it's gone past the threshold. Yeah. That's oh. true. <laughs> but for Apple, this is a very important, um, launch because two thirds of their profits now come from the iPhone. So yeah. even it's basically an iPhone company at this point. All right. So tell me quickly because you said it's the most profitable, valuable company in the world. Yes. Oh, that's nice, huh? So it's a market cap of of some way over eight hundred billion dollars, up thirty seven percent this year. Yeah. Part I think part of that is an, in anticipation of this iPhone. Uh, or these iPhone upgrades. And then we've also had some notable investors, the likes of Berkshire Hathaway. So Warren Buffett, uh, who's traditionally kind of avoided technology. Yeah, he still has that one phone with the, with the, it's like got a, a what do you call it? A, a rotating sort of yeah. thing yes, with the numbers yeah. in he it. He has to go but home to make a phone call, yeah. Yeah. And it's got a cord. He keeps it old school, but clearly it works for him. But like so when he's someone become says, a major investor in Apple. When someone says the most profitable company in the world, it says the, the most valuable. Okay, but also like their 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 products are very <coughs> profitable. Yes, that means one of two things: they're either bloody good at what they do, or they're overcharging all of us. Probably a bit of both. Like I I love Apple. I, I use Apple products, but they keep they keep saying that, which means you guys are clearly just charging <laughs> way too much. Let's go to our own market for a second, because you say that 2017 has been the year of Nuspass. Yes. So the the JC all shares up twelve percent year to date, twelve point three, and Nuspers makes up twenty percent of the index. Wow! Um, so it's, it's wow. a huge part of the index, and this is a, a big problem for asset managers because it's a lot of asset managers feel it's not prudent to have twenty percent of a, a portfolio in one share. Yeah, but Nuspers is up about forty two percent this year, so the majority of that. Uh, of that year-to-date gain in the index is coming from Nuspers. And so it's a, it's a difficult situation where you have most asset managers underweight Nuspers and then the shares just running. Hmm. 
But you can't do without it. You can't be without it, yes. And there's still a pretty big discount to its uh, investment in Tencent. Right, exactly. Yeah. So there's, there's still room for a, a lot more growth there. Yeah, we think so. Wow, it's even more than Apple. It's pretty damn impressive. Yeah. All right, anything else you want to throw in? That's that's about it for this week. It's I think it's going to be quite a busy week on the local front and a bit of a quieter week internationally. All right, well, we'll keep an eye. And thanks for giving us all that info about uh, the new iPhone as well. Pleasure. So you didn't think you'd get that as a bonus to this morning's <laughs> money shot. Thank you, Salejo. This is CliffCentral.com.